This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Bloomberg Quick Takes Tim Stenovic on Bloomberg Radio. Well, let's get right into it with Andy Ratcliffe. He's the co-founder and CEO of Wealthfront. Joins us on the phone from the Bay Area. Andy, uh, for, for people who aren't familiar with, with Wealthfront, um, it's a robo-advisor that has been around for quite a while. I mean, it was the first exposure that I had to a, a robo-advisor. The company has changed a lot, though, since you founded it uh, years ago. Um, what is the biggest change that you've seen in, in really in, in, in 2020, 2021? Well, the big we we just made a major announcement, but the, just to go back for a moment, what we do is we integrate banking and investing <gasps> to make it delightfully easy to grow your net worth. And what makes us really different is our focus on delivering what we call self-driving money. And by that, what I mean is that uh, if you open up a Wealthfront account, you can direct deposit your paycheck to us. You get paid two days early. And then uh, we automatically pay your bills and then route the remaining money on your behalf, based on your rules, to the most appropriate savings account and investment account. And the investment account is a diversified and rebalanced uh, portfolio that we manage on your behalf and minimize the taxes. Why did you see this as the necessary move to make right now? Was this something that customers wanted? Uh, Absolutely. Well, actually, if you build what customers want, you lose. You have to build what customers need. What they don't know they want, right? Isn't this what Apple what did? Is yeah, this kind I of feel like, like there's a Wayne Gretzky thing in here, too, right? Yeah, we're, we're going so, yes, so to tell you what you need. Yeah. Exactly. So what we just announced is the ability to customize our portfolios. So traditionally, what we offered was a diversified and rebalanced portfolio of low-cost index funds. But we specified what those index funds would be based on your particular level of risk. Now what we allow you to do is to add and subtract uh, ETF-based index funds, uh, or you can even build your own portfolio from scratch. So we're starting with dozens of ETFs. We'll soon grow that to hundreds. Our, Our ETFs even include socially responsible ETFs so that you can express your values. And uh, we hope later this year to be able to add cryptocurrencies to that diversified portfolio as well. So forgive my gasp before. I don't know if anybody could see it, but just crossing the Bloomberg terminal, um, a headline, Bill and Melinda Gates say that they are ending their marriage. So that just crossed and just kind of, yeah, exactly. That was my my reaction. Um, They've been married for a long time, have a bunch of kids, work together on their foundation and um, globally, uh, you know, have certainly made an impact. So how many years did you say? 27. Yeah, 27 years. So... um, Get back to uh, our conversation with Andy Ratcliffe, co-founder and chief executive officer of Wealth Wealthfront. Andy, you founded this back, I think it was like just around, was it 2008, just around the financial crisis? 2011, actually. We launched our first product in December of 11. Right. Oh, okay. It started as something different, I think, before that, right? Uh, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's why I think I was thinking of 08. How has things changed in terms of what investors, maybe a younger investor, maybe all investors, in terms of what they're looking in terms of how they manage their investments in their portfolio, especially in an era where it's not like my dad who had investments, a pension, social security, VA benefits. It's going to be very different for a lot of people. Well, let's see. On On the positive side, I think that index investing or passive investing has grown to become much, much more popular. I think in 2019, over half the funds in mutual funds were passively managed. When we started, that was not apparent. 
So that's a really big positive change. Uh, every 10 years or so, there's a day trading craze. Hmm. Uh, it, and it happens whenever the market goes up by a very large amount in a short period of time. It happened in the Internet bubble. It happened around the financial crisis, and it happened last year. And so that drives people who have not lost money through day trading to try it, which means so, young people. So, so Andy, so, you don't think this one's different because there is the access to apps, commission-free trading. You can do it like playing a game on your iPhone. You don't think this one's different? Well, I don't because everyone loses money when they day trade. And so ultimately they realize it's like putting touching your hand to a burner. When you get burned on a stove, you don't do it again. So everyone, I think, wants to try that, and then they're probably going to move away from it. And then the other biggest difference is the explosion in the value of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Right. But that is something that, and we only have about 15 seconds here, that is something that customers want access to in their Wealthfront accounts. Correct. And that's why we're giving them that access. We're planning on giving them that access. Andy, what, what, what do you... Give us an update on the on Wealthfront's business, uh, because uh, I, I'm there. Fintech is so hot right now, as I mentioned earlier in the show. Um, what's the plan for the company? Are you guys going to IPO? Or are you going to get acquired? Well, I was in the venture capital business for over 25 years. I co-founded a very well-known firm called uh, Benchmark Capital. And one of the things that made Benchmark so successful was a focus on companies that uh, had a good chance of building a large independent company, which requires you that you go public. So that's been the desire from day one. And fortunately, we're growing very rapidly. We have over uh, $25 billion of assets now uh, under management. And March was our biggest month ever in terms of investment net deposits. What's the demo? Is it still kind of skewing younger? Yes, well, it's intentionally skewing younger. Right. We focus on millennials and Gen Z, so people 40 and under. And the reason that we appeal to them is that everything that we do is delivered via software rather than through an advisor. Our clients literally tell us we pay you not to talk to us. Mm-hmm. So we don't appeal to baby boomers who have been conditioned to want to talk to someone. We're fantastic if you want everything delivered via your app. Do you think that this is the right approach for everybody? Or do you think there are some people with tens of millions of dollars and this this just doesn't work for them? Well, I don't think it's a function of the amount of money you have because the academic research is incredibly clear that uh, that attempting to outperform the market through active management is a fool's error. Right. That net of fees that you are going to underperform. And the only three things that you can control are diversification fees and taxes, which our software is really, really good at. uh, Computers do a much better job of that than people, and that's how we're able to deliver everything at such a low cost. So it's not a function. We aren't less effective for someone with more money, but I think that older people need more hand-holding and have been conditioned to want Mm. to talk to someone. It's just like travel agents. You know, if you... Most people, if you ask them, would think that travel agents have been put out of business by the Internet. That's absolutely not the case. It's just the travel agents moved way up market right. to do much more complicated travel, and they focus on an older clientele. And I think that's what's going to happen to traditional financial advisors over time because our software keeps getting better and better and, and able to do more and more things every year. 
which leads us to be more appropriate so we can grow with the millennials as they progress in the wealth generation phase of their careers. What's the typical account size? Our average account size is somewhere between sixty and $70,000, but that's just an average because people start with a small amount of money. They might start with ten dollars or $15,000, and they keep, because they're in the wealth generation phase of their lives, not the wealth preservation phase, they add their savings to their account every mm-hmm. year. So if you've been with us for three years, you're likely to have more than $100,000 with us. Our largest account is something like $35 million. So it's all across the board. Wow. Crypto is something, too, that you recently, um, I believe, have kind of offered up to those on your platform. Uh, you've been, you allowed customers to link their Coinbase accounts, I think, since 2018, but you're only letting now customers kind of add crypto directly to their portfolios um, more recently. Tell us a little bit about crypto and what you've been seeing with your, your user base about how much they want to be able to have that in their portfolios. Well, uh, millennials and Gen Z people very much believe in cryptocurrency and want to have an allocation to it. And we want to enable them to be able to do that conveniently and as part of a diversified portfolio. A big part of what we sell is the importance of diversification. Now, we don't yet offer it. We uh, hope to offer it later this year. We're right now vetting our partners and uh, as soon as we do that, we'll be in a position to say when exactly that's going to be offered. But the platform has been built now so that you can customize to express your views and your values. And that's a big thing. That's very important to millennials. Hey, Andy, there was an article last month in The Atlantic that got quite a bit of attention. It was written by Annie Lowry. And the headline is, could index funds be, quote, worse than Marxism? Economists and policymakers are worried that the Vanguard model of passive investment is hurting markets. What do you say to that? Well, you know, that article is reprinted every two years. So it was actually first published in 2019, and it's as crazy today as it was when it was published. Hmm. Our, our chief investment officer is an emeritus professor of economics at Princeton named Bert Malkiel, hmm. who is famous for having written perhaps the most influential book in, on investing called A Random Walk Down yeah. Wall Street in which he first advocated for an index fund. So he's actually the creator of an index fund. So uh, a couple of years ago, Bert wrote a blog post in response to that point, which uh, just shows all of the fallacies of it. You know, the active investment world just doesn't want to give up. And the problem is they don't have a logical argument. So they start making up things about how it's bad for the economy or bad for stock prices. The fundamental argument is if there's $40 trillion in U.S. equities, then if you have as little as $2 trillion to actively manage or or price individual securities, you can have a reasonably effective or an efficient market. So that means that passive has to get to 90 or 95% in order for it to have a significant impact on the pricing of securities and we just passed 50% in late 2019. So we're a long, long way away from that. All right. So I'm going back to something that Tim asked you about, uh, Andy. So could you go public this year? It's been pretty a, a nice ripe IPO market. 
Well, you don't go public because you could. You go public because you should. And so you want to make sure a public (laughs) offering is not a liquidity event. It's not an end. It's not like an acquisition. It's the beginning. So it's funny should, to hear a venture so, capitalist so say wait, that. So wait, wait, wait. So should you go public? Just got 30 seconds. Well, well we're, uh, that I can't yet tell you, but I can tell you <laughs> it certainly is our goal. All right. Good to check in with you, Andy. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Uh, have a good, uh, good evening. Andy Ratcliffe, he's co-founder, chief executive officer of Wealth 